This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding, <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and it's like oh no it fired you know crap i knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for billy joe lunch bucket the working man just like me and you my name's travis t-bone turner from the bone collector thank you for tuning in Episode number 80 here of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, right here in wonderful Sherrard, Illinois, 1600 <laughs> Buckslayer Place. We're right here in the Bucketorium, as always. Well, occasionally, sometimes different, but, you know, for the most part. 90% of the time. Majority. I am uh, I am Steve, the voice that's uh, talking now, and uh, man, I'm super happy to be here, guys. You're the intro hype man. You are. Hype man, hype man, hype man. Nope, nope. Nope, all right. Nope. Nope. All right. Let's, uh, Kurt's here as always. Yep, Eric's over here. Kurt's here to, to, to wrangle us up, keep us focused. You know, right. what, you know what helps you really stay focused is, um, is, is a great diet um, and getting all the nutrients you need, and you'll do that once you shoot your deer this year. You go ahead and take it to my buddy Scott Smith right there at Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing in wonderful Viola, Illinois. Man. Can't say enough about that guy and that whole family. Good operation they got going. If you're in western Illinois uh, or eastern Iowa, go ahead and check them out. Or southern Wisconsin or northeastern Missouri or... Anywhere in the U.S. just drive there. Western and Indiana and you don't mind driving an hour and a half, two hours, or maybe three. Or if you're like western Iowa and you want to drive all the way across Iowa to the Quad Cities, then you know that would work too. And two in detail? No. No, it's it's actually not a not a it's, bad it's point. It's possible. I yeah, mean, I mean anything is possible. Very, but very uh, possible. Creative Critters Taxidermy. I guess no matter where you're located. Um, well, we'll have to get into some chronic wasting discussion there. If you're in Illinois, um, Creative Critters Taxidermy is a very wise choice on your end. Um, make that memory last a lifetime when you're sitting there in your living room. You look up at your beautiful buck on the wall. You'll thank us for recommending Creative Critters. All right, and. Uh, I just slowed her down here, huh? No, 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 man. <laughs> we're, we're all in deep thought and deep amazement. We got that amazement. weird look. They're like, wow. That was well, really, right. really deep. Well, mm-hmm. well I guess yeah. uh, I guess we'll uh, pick it back up. And speaking of picking it up, you'll need uh, you'll need to put it somewhere. So why don't you put it in your Badlands Pack? <laughs> Zing, from nice. Badlandspack.com. Uh, Talk about them every week. There's a reason we do. Guys, we're not going to sit here and blow smoke. 
uh, because none of us smoke anymore because we're all living the healthy vegan lifestyle. None of us smoked anyway, so that's true. No. Well, we're not out here spitting dip. No, I still am. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, none of us are on a vegan diet uh, because we're all three men. So um, we got to <laughs> It's uh, man, it, it's weird. I, I feel weird actually working again. So it's I'm funny like, that how throwing off your game are. It's amazing how much Steve sucks now at intros versus when he just slept till four p.m. every day. I know, dude, because it was like the first thing I did. Because he was day. refreshed. Like there, there was one thing I could do right, and it was that. It was just knock it out rather sleeping. Right yeah, I could. Dude, yeah, I, last episode with T Bone, you were. Oh man, you were stuttering a little bit worse was, than I do when I get on a rant. I think I think I did one of them bush lattes, but you, you were know. talking to T Bone. I'm like, dude, let's roll it up and get it going. <sighs> you know, it's just a. Ah, sorry, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long week, guys. I love it though. Week. Uh, you know what though? We've got uh, we got to keep rocking and rolling here. Jesus. We're gonna we're gonna. Steve's gonna 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 get it figured See, out. See, here it is. It's going again. I can't it's even do started. it, guys. I can't like I Drink hit a brick some water. Wall. God damn it. Okay, I'm... just stop. All right, Kurt. What do we have going on there in this we go. episode today? We are pretty excited about this show. Um, we had Experience Wild on. I can't remember what number ep- episode it was. Um, they are affiliated with Bowhunter Planet, and Bowhunter Planet is bowhunterplanet dot com. Most of you are probably familiar with. Anytime you look online for a bow review, or even now you can watch hunting shows on Bowhunter Planet's YouTube. Um, they kind of are offering everything for the hunter via YouTube, which is kind of nice. It's like a, it's almost like a channel within a channel. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah no, yeah, it, it makes does. sense. And I, so we'll, we'll just get into more detail because we have Dave Thomas from bowhunterplanet.com dot com, and we'll get all into it and see what it's about. So, oh, and yeah, we did have a comment earlier, uh, Brandon Brown. Yes, I know it's not. The guy that started Wendy's. I've seen I, that. <laughs> that was I knew it wasn't because I remember exactly what I was doing Then when I found out he died. So uh, we're going to get rolling into it. Uh, this is going to be a super cool episode. Steve's going to be mighty refreshed by the time we get there. Drink some water. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, so we've got uh, Dave Thomas from Bowhunter Planet on the phone. Dave, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys doing? We're getting along. We're doing better than Steve. Yeah, Steve's struggling today. Yeah, well, instead of sleeping till 4 p.m., man, I actually walked about eight miles and did something today. <laughs> yeah. Proud of you, Steve. I, dude, you, Kurt, you have access to my phone right now. You can check the uh, the health. I'm not uh, going to go through health. your phone. We'll do um, it after. Dave, let's talk Bowhunter Planet. Um, most people know what Bowhunter Planet is. If you look up any sort of like bowhunting gear, especially bows, your guys' videos are going to be the first ones to pop up. Um but say someone has no idea, how would you explain what Bowhunter Planet is? Uh, it's pretty much the, uh, the ability to uh, access um, products, videos of products, before you go to the store to buy it. So most of the time, a lot of the people who find us are generally find us the first time because they're looking, searching for products, and uh, they land on a gear review of some sort. So how did you start that? What like where did that idea come about to you know, was it just like, no, oh, I'm gonna do gear reviews for people to look up or did you have like a bigger picture in mind? You know, how did how did you think of that idea? Um we we started basically with uh I, I uh, originally it's kind of a weird story, but I originally uh was big into um saltwater fish tanks. It's kinda of weird. Uh so I really enjoy saltwater fish tanks. And uh, I was on a forum, and I got uh, kicked off a forum for trying to sell this, like, uh, fish food that I thought was – I started creating myself, and it worked really well. And then they they kicked me off because of, of doing that. So I kind of got upset about it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I'm like, I'll just make my own forum. I'll create my own community. So when I sat down with a friend of mine, Tim Mazarana, who's uh, part of our plan as well, I sat down at a coffee shop with him back in, like, 2008, 2000 – no, I'm sorry, 2007. And I said – you know, uh, you know, I told him what happened, and we were both like in the fish tanks. Huh? We were in it through college, like that. Mm-hmm. But I said uh, we should create our own forum, and then we started looking at it, and then we kind of said, "I said, you know, maybe we should do it on something we have more passion about." You know, maybe like, but Tim doesn't. Didn't Tim never hunted? So I'm like, well, maybe we should do it on bow hunting. Right. <laughs> and I said instead of this fish thing, because fish things are cool, but it's not like we're like scientists or something and know all the different types of fish and you know there's really no so 
you know, long story short, we kind of, we decided that day we would do it. And that, so we kind of, it's just kind of how it started. Um, but I was always a big bow hunter my whole life. So I just, I just kind of look at it like, man, this would be a good way to like kind of keep a journal of what we've done or what we're doing. Uh, me and my, my close friends, Brian and Ron, who we always hunted together. And I thought, man, if we just like film some of this stuff and just document it, we can always remember it. So it's kind of, it started in that sense. Uh, Bowhunter Planet is a community, a forum, more than anything. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty cool idea. That, it's funny you can think fish a fish tank for where you're at now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny, but it's even funnier because, like, in order for us to do it, we had to come up with some money because we had no money at the time, and we we we, we worked jobs and we made okay money then and stuff. But we were like, man, how are we gonna? fund this you know every and to build a website you know like 2006 2007 8 right in that time frame you have to pay a couple thousand dollars it wasn't like you could do it today where you can create your own website with wix or some of these websites right you couldn't do that so we were going to programmers and talking to them hey how much would it cost to build this site but the biggest problem with building a website when you have someone do it is you lose control you can't make the changes or updates quick enough because you have to go back to them right every right. time you have an update so we had to figure out how we we're going to pay for that. So we created a company. It was a dog, a dog waste removal company. It's actually <laughs> hilarious. And we picked up dog poop for over a year and we made a couple thousand dollars that we then put towards the creation of the original bow hunter plant. And it was basically funded on dog poop. <laughs> That's awesome. On the, on the back of your truck, did you have one of those? There's a guy that rides around our, uh, our area here and he picks up dog poop and on the back, he's got like, you know, like when you go to the golf course, they've got those cleat cleaners that go. It, like he had one that went right into the trailer hitch. <laughs> I didn't have that at no. all. I did have a sign that was like a magnet. You could take it on and off because I leave work and throw this magnet on. <laughs> I go pick up poop. I go pick up poop wearing dress pants. It was hilarious. That's that awesome. like, just the stupidest thing I've ever done. But it's worth it if I can get this website going. Oh man, that would have been a sight to see. See, that's cool though. I think people have a different respect for it now because. You know, you just did it out of pocket. Be, be, like before, it was easy. Well, it's not easy now, but it was like you said, it's way more difficult back then. Whereas you just had to do that, oh. get all that money, and you actually did all that, did the effort, and did some bizarre and picked up dog crap. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because that wasn't that far long ago. If you think about it, it's like ten years ago, right. and yet it's changed that dramatically. <laughs> the technology, you know, it's unbelievable. So, yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any kids? Uh, yes, I had two kids. Okay, so uh, yeah. seven-year-old and a four-year-old. <laughs> so when they're growing up and they're saying, oh, it's too hard, I don't want to do this, you can tell them, listen, I found something I was passionate <laughs> about, and I picked up dog poop in Steve Madden's You Can Do Algebra. I'm telling you. <laughs> this, yeah. Well, that just, too, and you can literally tell absolutely. people, like, man, you don't know the shit I walked through to get here. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Yeah. There are German Shepherd, there is Dobermans. So uh, funny. <laughs> The funny part is Tim, so we kind of split up the workload, and Tim had this account. And I, and I learned a lot from this because I learned that you really don't want to do, like, service retail, whatever you call it, because it's, number one, it's really hard to get paid, you know? Right. People don't just pay. And, and it's like, so Tim had this account where this lady had four big dogs. Oh. And so he, <laughs> he would literally, every time he'd go fill up two five-gallon buckets of dog poop. Oh, and man. he'd have to, because that was, like, the only one he did. I gave him the one account because it's so much work. So he goes up charge. In in, in in the end, I think the lady like still owes us like five hundred dollars to this day. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, I just sending her bills for free. Oh man, that's uh, funny. That is funny. Uh, I was getting crap by. I'm like, man, you didn't even get a penny out of that. You picked up all that poop. <laughs> well, he, he must have <laughs> sift, sift, sifted through it because I don't know. Maybe a dog ate one or but. Um. <laughs> well, I just. One week he was on vacation. I had to do that account. And I, I realized that it was like the worst thing ever. Like, it was amazing, though, how many people actually hired us to do that service that had, like, one little dog. It was, like, literally you're in and out, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, Some wow. people just rather pay to have it done rather than mess with it themselves. Money. I, I wish I could because I hate picking up dog crap. Let's get off the yeah, dog. Money dog talks, dog, <laughs> you know, whatever walks or sits there. So, yeah, it's it, that's an interesting, you know, thing. You know, you something you're passionate about, and obviously you're doing this the whole time. You know, you're thinking of uh, uh, of the higher goal of you know you want to you want to do this. I mean, you know, for all those guys out there that are you know trying to film and do stuff. I mean, 
hey, sometimes you got to do some stuff that's not hunting related in order to get to where you need to be. Right. You know. Absolutely. And yeah. that's, that's the so, American you, dream. Yeah, so basically from there, though, we, you know, we started the website, and then it became a community. People, there was about 500 members at one time, I remember, and it was like we had a forum. But then I started, and people were coming to us from Archery Talk because they don't, like, Archery Talk has a lot of, like, negativity in it. Yes. And uh, nothing against Archery Talk. They, you know, they have a lot to manage. There's a lot of people on there. Right. But at the time, we were getting a lot of people from there that were saying, like, oh, we don't want to hear any, you know, all this whining and about different things. So it was cool for a little bit. But then I realized that there was such a huge disconnect between where we were and where, like, Archery Talk was that we wouldn't be able to compete. You know, they're just too large. And I said, you know, something's got to change here, guys, because we're never going to be able to compete head on. No one's going to sponsor this if if they can go to Arch Talk and sponsor them. And they had like 60 sponsors at the time, 100 sponsors. Yeah. And I was like, this is, this is going to be too hard. So one night I was in my garage tinkering around, and I saw this. It was like the first video I ever put online. And I, I saw, I had this new uh, tree stand I bought. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to videotape myself assembling this tree stand to show people what it's like. And it was a really goofy, stupid video. But in the end, I learned something from it because I posted it on Boner Planet. And people started responding, and it started, like, working. And I was like, wow. And, you know, today, our YouTube's over 6 million views. And, you know, all these – and it was funny because there was a big argument in the, in the beginning. Tim mm-hmm. didn't think we should do videos. Tim was against the video. He's like, no, nah, we shouldn't do videos. Let's just stick to the forum. And I was completely opposite. I'm like, we're doing videos. If right. I do it myself, we're doing them. And I knew that the YouTube thing would work because at the time, especially in the bow review section, there wasn't much out there in the market. There was only a couple people who were doing bow reviews. And nothing that I saw, I didn't think I could do a little bit more or try to make a little bit better. Right. Well, the thing is with your guys' videos is I think why they're so popular and why you guys have the – a huge following on YouTube and online in general is your videos are done right. Where it's like the, the quality you expect and it's not like, it's not corny. It just, you give the, you give them what the people need to know about the bow. You do it in an entertaining way, high quality footage, and you show like good up close shots of the bow, like stuff you want to see it, it being shot over and over again, the camera rolling over all the little details. You talk about all the options you can get it in. And it's like a, non-biased opinion which i think that's very important yeah it worked it, that that was like originally you know, we took different meetings from that i'll be honest with you guys like you know it was from bow companies from people i mean it was kind of a mixed bag at first and uh you know some re, you know some of the first videos weren't very good we learned a lot from that you know we tried to put green screens and different things to spice up the videos one of the biggest uh you know critics is matthews Matthews is very specific about their video content, what it looks like when they're both shown. So I learned a lot from them over the years because I would, I would, I would do the video. They would give me honest feedback, which was great because I got to learn from what they were thinking. Mm-hmm. And then I got to see other videos that they started promoting more. And I'm like, wow, what are these guys doing that we're not? And I kind of learned from that. And I just took back what I learned. And I said, okay, well, I can do this. And and to be honest with you, there's a technology gap, too. You have to learn how to actually use the cameras. You have to learn how to use Final Cut. You have to learn how to use all these green screens. It's not something you can just simply do. You have to play with it to get it. You know, it's like yeah. it's a chemistry mat. And, it's, you know, people watch, like, Heartland Hunter. That's amazing work. I mean, they're shooting in Red Dragons. They're, they're shooting, you know, a $20,000 camera. And I don't know how they fund all that or whatever. I don't care. But, you know, that's why it looks so amazing when you see anything from Heartland. Because their their stuff's so high quality, yeah, right. and and so what we did is we didn't want that high of quality because we thought that's just too big for us for for what we're doing for our bow reviews. Mm-hmm. We're not looking to cinematically capture the audience because it doesn't make sense. I'm a normal guy. I'm reviewing a bow in a normal way. I'm showing the product in a normal way. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sell you the product because it's not my job. My job is basically just to show it to you. You decide for yourself if you like it or don't like it based on what you're hearing and seeing out of this video. Yeah. But I can tell you this, most people, they live, now, like, I live in the city, but a lot of people in the hunting community live in uh, um, in the country mm-hmm. or farther away from pro shops than, like, what I live. So where I live, there's two pro shops within 10 miles. But, you know, and then there's a Gander Mountain, there's a Bass Pro, 
but for most people, they don't. So that that was why I think it caught on so well because people wanted to see these bows. Before they waste the money driving, getting their gas, driving their cars to find these bows out in the marketplace. Yeah, that's true. Well, you got to you got it figured out because I do. If I'm going to buy something, one of the first things I do is YouTube it. Absolutely, every time. Yeah, type it in on YouTube like a bow. Last year I was in the market for a bow last spring. I watched bow reviews on the handful of bows I was looking at, and I would say the first ones I watched were Bowhunter Planet reviews, and one was the Elite Synergy review you guys did, and you showed it just shooting over and over again. You talked about it, all the features of the riser, and went through it, and you know I probably watched that that review you guys did, I don't know, maybe 10 times, and just, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, I don't know, that's something I do. I'll stay up late and watch YouTube videos and reviews on the stuff I'm thinking about purchasing, and your guys' reviews are different because it's, if I have that bow still currently, so if I did a review on the Synergy, it would be a little biased because I have it and like it, whereas, you know, if I had, if I didn't have, and you know what I'm saying? Like, if I didn't have that Synergy, I'd just give an honest review, but I've, like, grown to be comfortable with it. Yeah. Does that make sense? I guess I could do a better review because I'm familiar with the with the bow over a year, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know. You kind of get what I'm saying there, but... Yeah, well, that's more of a... That would be more of a detailed review because, you know, when you talk about bows and, and we look at, like, the different bows in the marketplace, I mean, there's things that we would always say about certain bows, specifically elite. Um, elite archery to us is the best backbone in the industry. I don't care anybody says. It, you can't you're not going to get a bow that has more percentage let off and more of a lock-in feel than an elite. I mean, we've shot everything, and I, I there's nothing. I mean, there's great back walls. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if if you're talking about the most relaxed back wall, you know, and um, Valley, you know, elite's kind of got it. I mean, it's, it's hard to fight that for any company because elite doesn't change that portion of their business. They continually use the same uh, cam system technology to keep giving that. You know, so. Yeah. So when you talk about them, it, it's, it's easy for the elite. We actually love when the elites come in because we, we actually really enjoy shooting them. So we, we're actually really pumped up when they get in because we're like, yeah, you know, the elite's back. We get to shoot the new one, and, and it's a lot of fun. And it's like that for most of the boat companies, too. Some of the smaller boat companies, they don't. See, like, not everybody takes part. You would think they would. They'd be smart enough to do that. Right. But some don't. It blows my mind. I'm like, how can you not take part in the test lab? It just kills me. But whatever, you know. I mean, this YouTube is the king. You know, you said it already. I use YouTube every day. Yeah. I'm on YouTube not even for both stuff, mostly for camera stuff. I'm searching 50 millimeter lenses, A7S2, five, you know, trying to find the best camera equipment I can afford to help give the viewers a better experience. Yeah. yeah. And so what I always, I'm always looking for other stuff, not necessarily both for me, but personally, I'm looking for camera equipment. I'm looking for lighting. I'm looking for audio. I'm looking for music stuff so I can try to make my own music to put into the video. So. I'm constantly trying to better what we do in our productions, and that's why we've grown. I mean, we've constantly grown because we reinvest every dime back into the equipment and trying to make it a better situation for everybody, right? for the viewer, for us, for the for the sponsors, so people get involved. And then, you know, like I said, when, when we go to ATA show, everybody knows, I know pretty much everybody, like all the companies, I know all the marketing reps and the owners for most of them, and... It's a great relationship. Like, that's one of my the favorite parts about it. I can walk into a Hoyt booth. I know everybody I talk to. We have a good time. We share some stories. I can leave that booth, go to the Matthews booth. I know Corinne. I know all the people there. You know, so it's cool. It's a lot of fun. And they all look to me a lot of times, too, uh, about what's going on in the industry. They ask me questions when I call them. What's <laughs> yeah. everybody else doing? What are you seeing out there? You know, because the truth is they don't, they don't touch all those bows. They don't see what Darden's doing. They right. don't see what you know, elites doing because they don't have the bow. Yeah. And they're too proud to go buy that bow. They're not going to buy that bow. Yeah. It, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a good point. So, yeah, you're in, I, I think you're in a, in a, in a really good, you know, position because obviously, you know, you are given a, a super honest review and yeah, it still kind of blows my mind that like a lot of these smaller companies wouldn't, you know, wouldn't, you know, join the, the, the test lab where it's like, you know, if you think about it for them, you're getting an average of 25,000, views you know per youtube uh, like that was like the lowest i saw i think there was some that were way more up there that was like the lowest number that i saw so yeah a lot of times the views are like kind of by timing too so like a view i do today 
might get a couple hundred like throughout this next month or two, but when you start getting towards close to hunting season, they jump like twenty thousand. Right. 10, yeah. Cause it gets Same thing with our episode downloads. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm and, sure. And the funny thing is, is like I'm kind of realizing as as you're talking how in a weird way what you're doing in our podcast is kind of like almost the same market in a way because yours is a review whereas we're a review slash word of mouth whereas like if we have a company on or a show on we're word of mouth so if we're talking about something we're going to talk about it honestly because we're not you know what i mean because we're just just what we do absolutely so all our downloads well, and it's listeners like you it's, said right the working man's like you know what i mean that that's the whole concept behind amateur and all that because the key is that, you know, these are the people who actually buy the products. It's right. not, we're not these famous stars that, you know, we shoot certain things and that's it. And I think that goes a long way when people buy things, especially in this industry. For sure. Because in this industry, the people who are buying the stuff are blue-collar workers who yep. work their butts off to make their money. And they're not people that are going to waste their money on a product that they don't believe in. And that's why when you see Archery Talk yeah. and these places where people argue with each other, well, what's the best bow? Because these people are proud. They're proud of the brands they support. Yeah. And they do, maybe they do whine sometimes, right? Maybe they do do this or that. But the, the truth is, they're just really proud of it. They want to make sure they made the right decision. For so, sure. For you know, sure. They, they fight for it. And, and that's, that's not we, a bad thing all the time. No, no. And that's what we say. Like, people are passionate about their gear and stuff like that. And that's why I always harp on like bow shops. Like, you have to make sure your stuff is right, too. Because word of mouth and in the hunting community is one of the most important things. So, it's thick. Yeah, so like if Eric shoots whatever bow, and I don't know anything about it, I talk to Eric, and Eric's like, oh, this bow's awesome. Well, then I'm going to be like, oh, well, then I'm talking to somebody else that doesn't know Eric. Oh, my buddy Eric shoots that. He says this thing's awesome. And then it kind of, it spreads from there. That's that's really actually you know huge. Kurt, Kurt's Absolutely. trying to Kurt's trying to put this mysteriousness in. He's, he no, but that's how it to, really is. He wanted me to say to him, so he, he wants to get all this credit right now, because I'll tell you what he did. Uh, when <laughs> Kurt bought the Elite... He started telling That's not what I was getting at, by the way. But Kurt bought this Elite, and, like, I think he started talking about it, and then Eric had to get one because he had to be just like Kurt. And I think five, six of our friends now shoot Elites, and now Kurt's dad shoots an Elite, so. Yeah, That's a perfect example. (laughs) I wasn't getting at that, but that just Uh goes to show you, like, hey, man, I got this bow. I love it. I'm shooting great with it. You want to give it a shot? You know, oh. You stand behind a product that you believe in. Right, and I spent my hard-earned money on it. And, you know, bows aren't cheap nowadays, so for me to spend, you know, when it's all said and done with all your equipment, you might have 1500 bucks wrapped up in a bow easy if you decide to do that. You know, so word of mouth is important. Big money. You you spend that kind of cheddar, you know, makes you definitely think about what you're putting it into. And, you know. I do relate it to any hobby, though. Like, people who golf buy new golf clubs every year. People who are serious in the bow hunting generally buy the latest model each year. But you know what? Like you said, you know, people want to put their money in what they believe in if they want to help a company by buying a new bow every year. And that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. You know, what's the difference, right? You're going to put it into golf or something else. But if it's your passion, then, you know, if you can afford it, I mean, don't go into debt, all right? People... <laughs> right, right. Well, the thing is, it's like I tell, you know, people are like, man, you get a new bow every couple of years. I'm like, dude, I don't do anything else. Like, I'm not into, like, Eric builds, yeah. a, Eric builds a drag car. I'm not into drag cars. Don't get me wrong. Drag cars are cool. a lot of money, by the way. <laughs> you know, I've, I think I think people have the perception. The, the reason they say that, though, is they know that a bow can last 20 years. You know what I mean? Right, That's right. the only reason you get that negativity is just because people, they look at it like, why you need a new bow? You just bought one two years ago. And like, you know, we have bows since we started this years ago. We still have a Brownie Mantis. We still have, and you know, those bows are still good. I mean, we go shoot deer tomorrow with them, but it wouldn't make sense. Uh, you know, if you're into bow hunting that much, you're not going to have that bow today. I mean, it's just that simple. Well, right. yeah, you just tell people, you know, that say that, you know, if they're like, oh, why'd you buy a new bow? Oh, well, when was the last time you bought a brand new pair of underwear? It's just something yeah. that, you know, you, you want to feel <laughs> comfortable. And, and sometimes, <laughs> uh, you know, th- th- my bow got a hole in it, and it's dirty, so I had to get a new one. <laughs> yeah, and speed, too. Let's not forget about that. As we, If you want more speed in the technology, I mean, you got to keep upgrading. These guys are doing a good job, man. I'll tell you what. The bow companies have really turned it up in these last few years, and I, I couldn't be more proud to be a part of the industry at this point. They just... I, they never cease to amaze me on the stuff they're coming out with, the ideas they're putting out there, uh, you know, Hoyt with the carbon stuff. I mean, just so much. And 
Um, you should see the bow. We, I just finished the bow reveal. I placed the new diamond bow. I'm not so sure what I can say or not say about it. It launches tomorrow, and I, I'll have the video posted tomorrow at noon. We'll share it. The bow, the bow is great. This is a non-expensive bow on their line. Um, it, it fits pretty much anybody. I, I don't want to give the specs because I'm not sure I'm allowed to, but it right. fits pretty much anybody. And I tell you what, man, I shy and I was, I was really excited about it. I just thought this is what it's come to. These are the, you know, the, the capabilities of both companies putting out bows that have the adjustability of multiple sizes is, is a critical thing right now. Yeah. And everybody's been doing it in the bow industry. Um, and they've been really honing in on this, you know, mods that can swap from draw, draw length and mm-hmm. weight. Um, well, you so know, it's, definitely, uh, it's funny you mentioned that. Everybody see this thing. It's funny you mentioned that because my fiance has a Diamond Infinite Edge, and that's like a, an older model. I don't know, it's probably maybe three, four years old now. So I guess not too old. But, yeah, that's a completely adjustable bow. So the new one's got to be awesome. So I'm pretty excited to and see what that's all about. And I'll say that this is off that platform. And it, it, you're going to be, I don't want to say jaw drop, but you're going to be very happy with what you see. And I, I was, I, I was, um, I have a lot of history of Diamond, and, and some of it in a bad way. Um, when Di- before Diamond was purchased by uh, Bowtech, um, they were their own company, and I had a bow from them called the Rapture, and I've never missed a deer in my life than I did with that bow, and I, I was not a happy camper uh, coming up before. And once I started BHP, that was the first year I actually bought. The, the first bow I bought after I had that was a PSC Bow Madness, and it was at a Bass Pro Shop, and I bought that bow in 2009, right when we started BHP, and then... I killed two deer with it that year. And I was like, what in the world? I'm like, that bow killed me, you know? <laughs> right. I was not happy about it. And uh, that, you know, once, but the, the thing I found with this new one is that and this is the first diamond I've picked up since that moment. Cause we've never, we've always period, we've done Bowtech bow reviews, but not diamond. Mm-hmm. And I was very happy that uh, Bowtech uses some of their technology in this bow. And this bow shoots just like any great bow on the market. That's why I was like, wow, this is what I'm talking about. You know, this is right. this is what I was hoping to see with this brand, what they do with it, um, to make it such a great shootable bow and make people happy about it. And a fun bow to shoot. And that's one of the things I'll talk about in the video. I actually enjoyed shooting. I had a good time. And then, again, to have the adjustability to let a youth shoot it, the same exact moment just by doing a couple adjustments is pretty pretty amazing yeah so i awesome. think what we'll see here tomorrow is that a bow that really does fit that mold for any age range and i think very exciting yeah you know and and that's like a i i love hearing that story and that's just for you guys out there that are you know super brand loyal you know hey sometimes things come around because i i love what bow companies do now like one one company is going to do this and then the next year, you know, every other company is going to figure out how, how to simulate that. And then everything's just going to keep growing, you know. So every time one bow company comes out with something that's really, really good, the next, the other bow companies pick up. And every product then, I feel, gets better. You know, I just... Absolutely. You know, I, I, I look at where um, Matthews was a couple of years ago with the Creed XS. That was the bow I had. And the transition they went from the Creed XS to the no cam, then to the uh, to the Halon, and it's like it's it, you know to me it seems like they kind of went from yeah we're going to be you know your um, just you can go buy a high end bow to now yeah we want a piece of the game you know we we see what Elite's doing we see what Hoyt's doing well Elite kind of did that though Elite just came I, yeah. I, Elite's been around but. The last year, they just took over tournament archery. Like you can't go anywhere without seeing an elite logo now. So it's well, their staff's so big, I get it. But it's a great shooting bow, so I'm not going to take away that from them right. at any means. Right. Uh, but with a staff like that, you really, I mean, you pretty much just. <laughs> but know, maybe that's maybe that's why. Thing. I mean, maybe maybe there's money involved there, which more than likely there is. But I don't know. Like you get a guy like Levi Morgan, he's not going to shoot a junk bow. You know what I mean? It's, no, it, for sure, for sure. But he's got to win. Let's be honest, right? Exactly. If he doesn't right. win, that doesn't look good either. So, right. uh, you know, for the target shooters of the world, they have their own, I don't want to say cults, but they're kind of like, you know, I've never really paid attention to target. It's just my personal preference, only because I have no problem with actually doing a segment of target coming up with a local friend of ours who shoots target, and I just want to 
let people understand Target who are bow hunters, but a lot of bow hunters, you know, even myself, never once knew Levi Morgans of the world or anybody like that. I care less about right. target shooters, you know, and I've had so many arguments with um, companies in the industry uh, over that concept, like, you know, because a lot of target people feel that target people are the ones who are making those changes who, and I, I try to say, but as a bow hunter, I don't really care what they're doing. Right, I'm not saying right. they're doing good things, but as a bow hunter, I just want to go shoot a bow. I don't care if there's a target shooter on the packaging or not. For sure. I'm yeah. going to buy a bow if I like it. Completely yeah. understand so that's that. just been my kind of thing over the years. And I, you know, so I've always had arguments with them. I'm not scared to argue with a marketing person even if they're not going to work with me then. Right. <laughs> but I just, you know, I just try to be honest because none of my friends who hunt know any of these target people. And yeah. nor do they care or nor would they would. You know, and, and a sure. lot of bow hunters do not. Now, and that's the, you know, let's be honest, a lot of bow hunters like you said, have older bows, they don't pay attention to what's going on in the industry. Right. They can no. care less. You yeah. know, they, they're like, hey, I got a bow, I can go hunt. Big deal. Let's do it. I'm not going to spend any more money. I'm good. For sure. So, well, it makes it a great heritage. <laughs> so, let's let's transition a little bit. So, Bowhunter Planet is more than just reviews and all that. Go into detail what else you got going on and what you guys offer. Yeah, so, you know, what happened was we, we started building really good relationships with a lot of companies in the industry. And I'm saying good to where they called me. They said, Dave, I, you know, we need, we need a show. We need something we can, and we need a low cost solution. There's something we can do that can, you know, provide content for us, you know, on the video photography side, you know, what do we, what can you help us with? So that's what kind of spurred us to create our own hunting shows online. Mm-hmm. So we started with hunt series. Hunt series uh, is a show that was straight amateur hunters, um, at first we, we just, we locked in with some smaller sponsor stuff and we've had sponsors along the way for a long time, like Trueball. Trueball's been involved with us since we started, um, amazing company, great products. And the, the problem is when you get, when you work with someone like Trueball, it's, it's, how can you really change? You know, if you, if you, if you, if you're using something that works so good and the people are awesome, why would you ever change? So right. we, we ended up working with Trueball with all of our shows now. Because it was just something that worked so well, like the QAD rest, you know, same concept. Kind of threw that in every show just because it, everybody loved it. And Saber products, right. just different things we carried over through all shows. Uh, but anyhow, so we started with the uh, Hunt Series. That dwarfed into, um, we, that was picked up by Dart and Archery, was the main sponsor in the bow segment. Mm-hmm. And uh, Badlands uh, and a couple other large uh, brands, Muck Boots, Saber, Black Eagle Arrows. And so that kind of dwarfed into another show because what happened then was we had more people come up to us and say we need more we want another show so we started the bone driven show for strother archery mm-hmm. a few years back and strother eric's excited you said strother I, i'm so pumped that you said that because yeah. these guys always give me crap that i used to shoot a strother i think it's awesome no not we're joking when we give them crap i know because, i know but um yeah strothers are awesome strother, I see, eric got all excited when he said strother that. vital was one of the sweetest bows we used and we really enjoyed that bow it was a hard hitting bow I wouldn't oh, yeah. say it had the best draw cycle by any means, but it really hit hard. It had a cool design with those bowls in it. And, uh, but anyhow, so they started it. Obviously, they, they, they went under. So we approached then. Um, at the same time, Bear Archery came to me and said they were looking for something. And then we, we tried to get a deal with them for Bone Driven. The timing didn't work out for them. And then Hoyt picked it up, which was great because, you know, Hoyt's a legendary company. Oh, now right. here we are. We got... We got Darton Archery with, you know, 60-plus years. We got Hoyt Archery with, you know, over 60 years, I think 80 years. You know, and so we're like, wow, this is sweet. And then Bear then came back on because when the time was right, they wanted to complete the transaction, so we gave them Experience Wild. So now we have Hunt Series, Bone Driven, and Experience Wild. And the differences are, are big. Hunt Series is complete amateur style. Um, bone Driven is more serious stuff. The guys are traveling, so, you know, you're a great state. Over there, they're going. They're going south. They're going to Iowa. They're going Ohio. So they're actually trying to find bigger bucks and actually really focus on the content. Right. Um, and whereas, like Hunt Series, Hunt Series has actually grown a lot. It's actually gotten a lot more cinematic than it originally was because we brought on Corey Merriman, and Corey is just absolutely amazing uh, when it comes to editing. And myself, we do it together now. So we do it for all the shows, me and him. But you know, he's really made Hunt Series into a more serious contender now when it comes to shows um and it's great because darton's loving it right (laughs) they're they're getting a lot more publicity on this show 
than originally because of the, the transition. But anyway, so we got the bone driven, um, and then we got Experience Wild, which is a show that's based more on outdoor everything. Uh, which you guys talked to John. Yeah, so you got a chance Great to uh, talk to him. We're, yeah, John. John was like the perfect fit when he when I met John. We already had the idea. Experience Wild was coming, and I already had Bear ready to sponsor. Bear sponsored that show without a logo. Didn't oh, have really? A logo. That's a big. That's all big. I had was, all it was is a phone call I made to him. I said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. So I want to do it like we're in. I was like, awesome. So, <laughs> and that just goes to show you, right? Relationships in the industry are critical. Exactly. Yeah, um, very when you true. have good relationships, you know, they trust me. They trust me that I'll do what I say I'm going to do and I'll, I'll come through. And, and that's a big deal for me because, you know, it's a small industry. Handshakes go a long way in this they industry. They really do. And word of mouth is critical in this industry. Yeah. I mean, if you say you're going to do something, you better do it. Right. Because, you know, people remember it and then forget it. You know, you can lose years right. working with the company. For sure. For um, sure. Good example is Badlands. You know, Badlands never gave me the time of day. Not even close until Blake came in there. And then he was like, I'm in. We're, I, I internet's scrolling. I, we're in. You know, we want to be a part of this. And I was, at the, at the time, I never really played with Badlands here. Um, and once we got them in for Hunt Series, I was shocked on the clothing. I was shocked on the packs, of course. But I, I knew the packs were going to be good. I've heard a lot of good things about them. Yeah, they're point. awesome. Um, and when they came out with the approach this year, uh, I'm, we're still waiting to get all that in, but we got some pieces of it in. And uh, we were just so happy because it was just so exciting. Now I'm trying to get like a bow dipped in that color for him and, you know, get it on the show so we can use it for pictures. Yeah, I just, uh, it was just really exciting to work with a company like them. I just um, saw an a AR. Was uh, hungry. Oh, I'm sorry. I would just say I saw an AR dipped in that uh, that approach camo. That thing came out and it looks sick. Like it was. Yeah, they, I've seen some test ones they've done with uh, that hydro company they're working with. And I'm just trying to get It's a little tricky, right? Because I have to get the bow company. I have to dart and to send them a raw riser to do it. And then I also get them to approve that. And they might not approve that because they don't carry that camo. Right. So it gets a little tricky in there. Right. That's right. where it comes into a lot of you help me, I help you concepts. Like, how can we make this work? Um, and no one get mad or in trouble, right? Because, you know, it, it's hard for a bow company to put a camo on and they don't sell. Because then it's like, why? I don't want you to promote the camo we can't provide. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, then so one it gets one... into a little tricky. I just want it for the pictures, but it gets to a little tricky scenario when you try to connect companies to do things of that nature. But Yeah, for sure. I can understand um, that. Because if one people sees it, then a thousand people will want it. One people? I knew what he meant, Steve. You don't yeah. got to stop the guy in his tracks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, you got a good thing going on, man. It, it's kind of cool. Like, we were talking in our intro where it's kind of just like, uh, it's almost like a little network you have going on where you kind of can get a little bit of everything. Yeah, you know, we, we found that it's like a living organism. And if you don't, <laughs> like, just kind of go with it in different directions, you don't see what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Um, you have to kind of, in, in the Internet today, in technology, you really have to just keep playing with different concepts to see what works and what doesn't. And, you know, we've tried many different things over the years and giveaways and stuff. And some things took off for a while. Then Facebook changed rules. So things change. <laughs> so it's all right. about like where they're at, what they're giving you access to. I mean, we have access to all these people, but they don't let me reach them. You know what I mean? Right. So I can't, right. I can't get to my 400,000 on Facebook because they won't, they'll make me pay for it. Right. So what, it's a little tricky. Which is BS. In that sense. Well, it's crazy. It's definitely bait and switch, but. <laughs> hey, I, I can't believe no one sued them yet, to be honest with you. Right. It's just, it, to me, especially the big companies, right, Ford and GM, and I can't believe they haven't gone off, gone after them on that. You know, you can't do that. You can't you can't build something up like that and change the rule completely and charge me now. Right. After we gave you these right. people, because they came from my brand, you know. For sure. So oh, that's very true. That, that, it's crazy to me. And I, I, you know, I went to college. I have a master's degree in marketing. And that stuff's like clear, clean as day, like bait and switch. So I, I can't believe that legally no one's, eh, whatever. That's Facebook. Right. Anyway. Well, the thing is, speaking of so giving ways. Wild, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Experience Wild, and we actually changed our platform this week. We came up with another idea that we really are excited about, and that was that we were going to, we always have been a network, but we never really opened our door to general public video. Mm -hmm. So what we did this week is we started this concept of, um, if you have an online show or you're just an amateur and you want to showcase your videos, you can put it on our network now. So now we would upload your video to our YouTube page, um, and that gets you in front of all our people. So when you talk about views of, you know, a thousand to fifty thousand for one of your videos, 
that big. goes a long way. So it's now really people have the opportunity to get in front of our audience, and we're going to offer it in like different packages. One's a paid, and one's a free. The free, obviously, we'll put advertisements in there or something. Um, we're not really 100% sure. We're still working on that, but um, we're thinking go that route. So people have an option, you know, like you could do the Hunt Channel or something like that. You're paying for it. There's no free concept or chance, you know. Right. You're paying. Absolutely. It's, so, a great, it's a great idea, too, for everyone to get to kind of get their name out there, get in front of your audience. Yeah. And so, and then what we did now is we created Experience Wild. That can be its own network as well. So Experience Wild will have everything other than Bohun. Yeah, that's, that's what John idea. was saying, and that's awesome. Like, that's a from, cool concept. Yeah, from hiking to camping to whatever. Yeah, it's it's a, you know we we say everything wild. So our thought was, you know, I, I would love to showcase camp. But we do a lot of camping with my my immediate family, and I would love to showcase that. In fact, I just filmed a segment we went up this past weekend, and but you know we I was like, man, I really like to reach this outdoorsman in general. Um, and some people aren't into bow hunting or stuff like that, so I'm like how can we do this to where it makes sense? So I think what we're going to do is keep the show for now, like Experience Wild TV, which will showcase all those things, but then have the website be actual network. And people can, you know, get highlighted in, in the website as well as the YouTube and, their, and the whole channel. Um, so we'll how, see, you know, how, that one's going to be evolving. So when the, with the camping, though, I mean, you know, how, how much footage are you going to have of the 30-foot the motorhome that's pulling the Jeep be- Wrangler behind it? You know, is there... Is there going to be whole 30 minutes of the of the, the queen-size bed in the back? Experience or? wild, Steve. <laughs> like, you guys don't camp like I camp. Right. That's funny. You actually, we do. Dave, and, I just thought of an uh, idea. Kevin, Kevin has a big RV, and he uses that all the time. There you go. It's funny. Dave, I got an idea. Maybe after this hunting season, whenever you guys get things rolling, people that submit their videos and stuff like that, maybe you know, after this hunting season, whoever turns in you know, what footage – Maybe you could hand pick a handful of them, and then we could do like a we could feature them on an episode of the podcast. That'd be great. I think that'd be exciting. I think it'd be fun, and I think they would people would really like that. I think to have a chance to talk about their their hunts and you know get to experience some of this stuff. Right? Not everybody gets to experience being on a radio show, a podcast, or anything like that. Right. So I think people really would be excited to do that. Absolutely, we're definitely in for that. Well, that too, and. The podcast is a little different. The podcasts are growing. Like the market of it's growing. People are starting to learn. A lot of people don't even know what they are, so they're starting to be like a little aware. Like, well, instead of that crappy morning show, I can listen to a podcast about whatever I'm into. So whenever you want, whenever you want, yeah, is the big appeal. So the thing is with that is the cool thing when we have guests on. There's a lot of people that listen to our show that'll write us and be like, "Man, you know, I didn't know he was that cool of a guy, or she was that cool, or I didn't know this about them." There's certain things. It's more intimate. You get you to try to get the background story on the person. Right. You. It's like you almost get to have the the conversation with that person one right. on one, and it's a little deeper um, background insight, um, personal level. Right. For these people you see on TV or behind the company or whatever, you know. So that's a good opportunity yeah. if they're trying to market their show a certain way. Well, people can listen to that episode and really see what they're get like. The, get the full details on it. Exactly. And then they'll even be more into their show and more likely to support them at a more like passionate, personal level. Yeah. I agree. I think you guys got something special here. And I, I you know, when I heard the show the first time when John was on it, I was very excited um for 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 this, you know, interview as well because I just got that feeling that man, this show is different. It's different than anything I've been on. And it's got you guys to have a good chemistry together, and that, that's really critical. And I think it really, to me, it mimics some shows that we had here in Detroit. Um, there's one on the radio called Drew and Mike. If you guys ever get a chance to listen to it, give it a whirl online. It's old now, but because they're they're not there no more. But it, it it was they had a good chemistry, and I think you have chemistry and you have um, uh, guests on there. You can really open the doors more to what they talk about, like me talking about the poop thing. We never, I never told anybody that. So you guys are lucky. You got something different. <laughs> no, so we got to ask you a picture. Let me ask you a picture holding poop in one hand and the bow in the other. You should poop the bow. <laughs> we, we, go. got the, we got the we got the shittiest story you know. <laughs> serious, yeah, exactly. You know, behind but the you you were supposed to say. Um, I remember you guys had something special when the first podcast I listened to was the very first one. You should have lied to us and said that. <laughs> That's how I was like, it, yeah. it's, it's like you hopped in 280 laps into Daytona 500. Right? <laughs> and then, like, you, like, got first place. Like, I won. I, I finished at the last. 
<laughs> I finished first at the last lap. So we do appreciate the kind words, by the way. That means a we lot. do. Absolutely. We do. Yeah, yeah we, we tease a lot. Um, but I mean, I think that just go, goes with, like you said, like what we do. I mean, you know, we, we never wanted to be like super serious because there was no way. That's because we're never serious in person. You yeah. know, yeah. I, <laughs> you know, what, 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 like some of the stuff you hear, like when these guys are ripping on me, that is really, really tame. Yeah. You know, when we're around it, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it, it was never going to be something like, uh, hey, guys, uh, you know, welcome here and we're going to talk about this. <laughs> it's just like, you know, we just wanted to be real with it and, you know, Go with the flow. Um, we did have, a, yeah. have our listeners, like, we, we gave them a chance to call in, and we'll do it more. But, man, it's just so cool. Like, you know, people latched on to, you know, just something that we've worked hard to create. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're you know, the same way that, same. you know, you figured out how to put stuff on, on video. You know, I, I remember the first couple times me and Kurt sitting here trying to figure out how do you put a podcast out, you know, and just those learning curves and, you know, like seeing some of the stuff that we've seen, it's just like it's a really relieving feeling. You know, it's a good time. And thank um, God for the interwebs. Yeah, yep. I don't know. So, so the point I, I guess I was trying to make was was like it, it was cool that we got to be ourselves and people actually enjoy that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. That's what we've never wavered as well. I mean, we just do our thing, and we get we take a lot of hits. Believe me, people. You don't know what you're talking about. Guy holds a ball like an idiot, you know, all sorts of things. I mean, I don't care. I, I you know, I, I tell the guys, you know, because at first, like, Jamie, he's not allowed to test with me now. It's easier with two people than one, and I, I decided um, when he can do it, I'll have him or John or someone else sit in. And that way, when you're talking, it's like a conversation, you know. You're not just right. mean trying to talk to camera, which you're going to see tomorrow on the dime one because it was short timing. But, it, you know, it's easier when you have someone there talking with you, and you can – have a conversation um but you know the advice is always the same for me that i give to everybody in this industry is that you just got to be open about everything and work with anybody and everybody right in a good way obviously you don't want to get you know anything negative but i mean you know that's one of the biggest things that i've seen is there's still a lot of companies that don't work with us and not not just companies but other communities that mm-hmm. don't give me the time of day they don't return calls and it's just really unprofessional in my opinion i just feel like we're trying to do something together here, guys. This right. isn't like yeah. I'm not trying to make a living, you know, and or take away something from you. Right. But the truth is, I'm here, and we're not going nowhere. You know, I mean, right. So why not work together on projects? And you know, like sky's the limit. There's just there's no communication, and you know, I try. I reached out to every. I probably reached out to every single community that's bow hunting, like us. And I think I probably have zero responses from them wanting to work with us on anything, any projects, whether it's right. like, you know, hey, let's uh, do this together and promote this brand that you guys work with. Or, right. you know, it's just, it's unfortunate. It's kind of sad, to be honest. I just feel like yeah, we've it's had that a positive ex- thing. For sure. We've had that you know? experience as well. Um, you know, obviously we haven't contacted everyone we don't get on the show because it's endless opportunity there, but there's a few people that we've contacted and um, we've been attached to forwarded emails that have been very negative within that company and then, that kind of ruins it for me. I'm just like, no, even if they do contact me, I don't even want to do the show now after seeing what was yeah. forwarded within the emails. And then that I, we accidentally got it. Yeah. What's fun. Yeah. They didn't know we were still attached to the email and I got to see some things that were said. I'm like, wow, well, I kind of know what they're all about now. So yeah. You or, know, or when there's companies like that too, or you know, people, you gotta be careful and, and right. You know, you know, when people ask you gotta have it, fun, you know, not we, worry about money. That's the key. Well, that, yeah, that's the thing that someone was asking us, too, one time. It was like, you know, when uh, it was like, hey, you want to do a podcast, you know? Like, oh, how much does it pay? I said, well, it's free <laughs> promotion for whatever you're doing. So, and then those, the email stopped there. You know, it's <laughs> like you said, let's work together, man. Sky's the limit. You right. can do, we can do whatever we want. You know, we can, you know, working class bowhunter and bowhunter planet can do, we can do whatever and take it however far you want to go. And, no one can stop it. You know, it's it's up to us yep. what, what you want to do with it, you know, and that's the beautiful thing about it. You just have to be optimistic about it, and you just... Well, that's the thing. You got to have fun, man, and I think a lot of people, they always ask me, like, oh, how do I get on your post staff? And I mean, just from a, a personal, you know, people, and it's like, just do your thing, and if it's good, people will find you. Right. It's pretty simple. Yep. I mean, it's yep. not like our sure. genius work here. If you want to film and be on a honey show, go out and film and then show what you've done, just keep putting it online. Yep. I mean, people will, you know, people will respond to it. And, and we're always looking for people who can film. I mean, 
it, it's never ending. If I see someone who does a good job, I, I definitely try to reach out to them. Even if they're just a person, right? Hey, interested in doing some video work with us? And you know, and a lot of times people get, um, I don't think people realize like what BHP does, or, you know, to the sense that in our pro, our pro staff is the best pro staff in the industry. I don't think there's a pro staff that's as close as ours besides like the Drury's or bigger ones, you know, like right. the crush or anything like that. Our pro staff, um, the main guys, our pro staff don't buy anything. I mean, there's no, and then the guys below them pay like a dip, which is still like literally, you know, pennies on the dollar, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, so like, I don't think they realize that because they'll say like, Oh, I'm on this show and I film for this show. I'm like, well, what did it really do for you? <laughs> right. And you know, but I don't want to get into their details. I don't care. I'm just, you, know, right. you, get, you should at least figure out what what we're offering before you say no. That's all I'm saying. Sure, right. sure. Or, well, you know, well, there's two things that you know, people that if you want to get on, like, because we've actually had a couple people email us, how do they become a host on the show? I'm like, well, you know, we don't. It's not it doesn't really work that way with the podcast, you know. But thought, you know, yeah, you know, they got to understand that. But two things, if you want to get into film and get recognized by someone, in my opinion, is be passionate and be consistent. You can't just come in and out of it and think you're going to go somewhere. You have to be consistent. Like this podcast, we wouldn't have the listening base we have if we did it once a month or if we just did it once every now and then. Like consistently every Thursday we put out an episode. The last couple weeks we've been putting out three, four episodes a week. Just it's fun. So we do it. And people are loving it. Yeah, no, I agree. So um, what what, what, what do we – go ahead. I'm going to flip – uh, topics here <laughs> okay. real quick so I just want to make sure we talk about the film fest. that's exactly really where I was going yeah. just yep. now so go ahead and I I, I, going, I just want to um, sorry I'm walking around my neighborhood so people are waving are you walking around uh, right now picking up dog poop. absolutely I gotta get my steps <laughs> in man I bought this Garmin Nuvi uh, I'm sorry Garmin Vivo Fit 2 thing and I, I, I'm pushing it I'm trying to get my steps in and I'm usually around you know a minimum 10,000 a day but I lost 20 pounds doing this for the past two months now Awesome. And uh, I got to get my photo shoot mode because, you know, I told the guys, you better start losing it, man. You got to fit into these clothes for pictures. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so you only get them the one size, and it's like, ah, if you don't fit, you're not in the picture. Exactly. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's like Badlands. You know, Badlands sent us the approach stuff. They sent me like a medium jacket. I'm like, boy, Blake, what is this, man? Like, who's going to fit in this thing? <laughs> That's funny. And, and it looks so small. Like, and we put it on, it was like fat guy in a coat thing. <laughs> We're like, whoa, look how funny that looks, man. Let me get your picture, Gene. He's like ripping it off as fast as he can. <laughs> That's, uh, that's, so funny. Funny. that's hilarious. So we created the Film Fest this year. Um, what happened was we saw that there's a lot of people doing Film Fest, including Badlands and other ones, and we saw that, you know, that's cool, but, like, they're doing it more on location, whereas us, we're like, man, we could, you know, because we're at the ATA show, the Badlands has their Film Fest we go to. It's really cool. They do a great job. And I, I just thought, man, we should create one online and get let amateurs have a chance and pros. So we created two categories, an amateur and a pro. So the amateur um, can be anybody. I mean, really, it can be someone who filmed with an iPhone. There's no, like, no one says you can't enter as an amateur. As long as it's six-minute max and it's into us by 11-1, uh, people can enter. And then people who vote can win products, too. Now, we got Yeti on board, so they gave tons of ramblers and uh, coolers. There's all this great stuff that's just sitting in our studio. And I'm waiting to, you know, I'll ship it out as we go, but... I have a Yeti koozie in my hand right now, actually. Oh, it's it's seriously amazing, guys. Like, they send me a ton of stuff. I mean, it's like opening, it's like Christmas. You're like, whoa, this is amazing, you know? And so what we're going to do is, when people vote, they'll automatically be entered to win, like, some of the Yeti, the smaller stuff, like the the, the Ramblers, the Coolster. That's awesome. um, Boots. There'll be tons of people just from voting, simply just voting. So I I basically, so basically the winners will get, uh, it's like a $500 gift card for B&H photos so they could invest more in, you know, video stuff they want. Uh, for both categories, pro and amateur get the same stuff, which makes it cool. They'll get muck boots, they'll get a Yeti cooler, uh, they get a whole bunch of little stuff. And then we also then, for the voters, um, we have a couple, like, crossmen sent some crossbows. <laughs> I mean, it's like, That's awesome. it's like pretty legit stuff, man. Like, there's crossbows, there's uh, Vanguard optics, there's tons of stuff that just sitting there. We just had uh, Ultra Pro X Send us uh, like two, like two uh, those four K cameras, like they're like a GoPro, right? Uh, to give away, and we're like, man, this is <laughs> this is intense. So, for all the viewers listening, I mean, you should definitely take part in this. And you know, even if you're an amateur, you should still do it because you just don't know. I mean, you could win something just for entering. I mean, it's totally worth it. I mean, in, right. in that yeah. sense. Well, and it's such so a- we're hoping it does good. 
everybody's watching it. Yeti's watching it like a close to, and then we want it to do good because if it does good next year, they're going to give us money towards it, and that money we can give it, give back out, which makes right. it even bigger. So For instead sure. of a five hundred dollar prize, maybe it's two thousand each winner. You know, for sure. So we're definitely pushing it this year, and we think the turnout will be real well. I mean, we're, we already got twelve entries so far. And it's been early. I mean, no one. So this will, has been like way early. Will there be like a first, second, third place type of thing? Yes, right now we have it where there's like a first and second. Um, third's not. We had third originally, but we did first, second, and I think third's questionable. There's definitely first okay. and second. So second, you don't get. I think you get like a hundred dollars, right? But you also still get some of the same cool stuff. Like you get, you don't get the cooler, but you get the muck boots um, and some other things. So, but maybe the winners will give them an option. You know, do you want the Yeti cooler? Do you want a crossbow? Or do you want you know? So there'll be some some cool. give and take there and. Well, we go ahead and throw a – yeah, so where can you – how do you enter this, or how do you – where do you find yeah, that at? Um, you can go to uh, uh, com, and then when you're there, um, you'll see a, a, a – you can click it says Film Fest and the drop-down. Or if you look, you'll see the symbol across the teal that you can click, and it goes into it. And that just gives you all the rules, uh, how it works, who's involved, how you enter. There's a couple areas you can enter all your info. Um, so it's cool because, like I said, you have a pro and an amateur division, so – the pros are going to be people shooting in, you know, they, you know, serious cameras. Maybe they're 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 uh, hunting shows right now, and they want to do one. You know, it could be any hunting show could do it. It'd be at the pro level because it would just be. So a lot of the guys, I think, a lot of people I know in the industry are doing the pro one. There's probably about four people I know already who are doing one, um, which I'm excited for. It's so exciting yeah, to see it, you know, for sure. And it's they're going to be custom, so it makes it really cool and. I'm just excited to help, you know, try to reward them with these things, too. And it gives them some publicity in front of people like Yeti and these big names. We'll add sure. a featured episode of our podcast into that prize for in both amateur and pro categories for first and second. And, I don't know, that'd be cool. Give them a chance to, like I said earlier, just be on an episode. Yeah, that'd be cool. It. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea, too. I love that idea. We can have them, absolutely. That's yeah. a great idea. We'll talk about that offline. Right. But we could yeah. definitely do something there. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and, we'll, uh, we'll, um, and then, you know, and, and, you know, the, the last thing we didn't talk about, I'll just throw in real quick, is that uh, Bullhunter Planet also owns RedBikingMedia.com. And we do all of our, we do a lot of media in the industry. People don't know that, but we do a lot of photography and videography for companies like Muck Foods. We do all their outdoor photography. Um, a whole bunch of companies hire us to do that. Um, so it's exciting because we got this company that can do all this extra content that, you know, most people don't do or they think they have to get a pro pro staff to do and really they can just use us to do it so it's a lot of fun it's cool, cool to do all that in one cool. a lot going on guys cool yeah it sounds like what it sounds like another episode in the works already because we could <laughs> we could probably talk for <laughs> forever it's surprising that you even had time to time to get a walk in i mean you know it's just well we negotiated <laughs> times for this podcast i think all day today and like the last couple of weeks I'm like, what time works for you what time works for you man well i don't know one guy i got one guy working uh, and then it just we, i'm glad we just got it done <laughs> my schedule is based on my beautiful wife and uh, her life. That's <laughs> everyone's life. Slide this time in. Okay, that's a, that's we that. hear that more than anything. Yeah, that's the boss right there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> she holds the calendar. That's how you're texting me. I'm texting her. <laughs> that's funny. So, what? Uh, real quick, like you're if you want to give out your personal social media, all the the shows that are part I of. I thought Bo- you almost said personal social security number. No, I'm not pulling you. <laughs> I was like, dude. Just all the social media accounts related to Bowhunter Planet, anything else people need to know to look you guys up and follow you, just go ahead and shout that out right now. Yeah, people can just go to basically bowhunterplanet.com, and from there they'll be able to see all the different links to everything. We've got, you know, experiencewild.com, honedriven.com, huntseries.com, redvikingmedia.com, and uh, those are the pretty much the main things we have that are that are live right now people can go to but again if you went to bonerplan.com you can get the all app from there cool i'll throw that link in the description of the episode um anything else you want to add no man i appreciate you guys having me on and i know we packed a lot of conversation there so i apologize if i cut anybody off no, no you're sorry, fine that, no, man that's, that's what we do about. normally it's yeah. us cutting you off so good job <laughs> good job encountering that's what we like <laughs> yeah, you're the most <laughs> you're the most important person in our lives right now so you know, well, hey guys, I appreciate you guys talking about poop with me. So, hey, no problem. We'll it do that fun. any day. <laughs> Welcome to every day. That's Steve's life, by the way. 
Oh man! Just a never-ending ball of shit is Steve's life. <laughs> I'm only kidding, Steve. We love you. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's not so easy. You know, it's just it is what it is, baby. <laughs> it's my life. What can I say? <laughs> but uh, you guys want to add anything? Um. Yeah, I'd like to add that my life isn't actually that poopy. It's pretty cool. I uh, went back to work this week, so. <laughs> Back got, on track. Back on yeah, track. Back on track. I got that going for me. So no, uh, I, this was super cool, Dave. Um, man, you know we we appreciate what you do. You know we're always watching your videos. Anyone that's out there, I know you've seen the videos, but you know, go follow them on YouTube. You know, you see like their their channels. You know, smash that su- subscribe button. Right. <laughs> like, you know. comment, subscribe, as I say in the YouTube world. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, it's just you know. I, I love the fact that you will pick up anything and give an honest review on it because what do you got to lose if it's if it's bad? Then it's the bad. companies hear it and they're like, "Well, cool, we'll change it." Yeah, that's very yeah. true. That is true. Eric, you got anything you want to add? I just want to say thanks, man, and keep putting out these awesome videos and doing what you're doing. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. So, all right, guys, you heard it here. Go to uh, bowhunterplanet dot com, workingclassbowhunter.com. dot com. Yeah. We don't promote our own website as enough as we should. We suck at that, but that's yeah. all right. Um, and we got a lot more episodes coming in the next couple of weeks. We're we're cranking them out. Um, oh, we got some fun ones next week. Yeah, we're actually going to be doing one this weekend. I don't know if I'm going to release it this weekend or next week. Um, it's a surprise. It's episode. a repeat guest, but it's going to be a good time. Um, that's really all I got, guys. Um, get through that summer heat. Get through your work week. Shoot your bow on the weekends. Have a good time, and you know what to do. I said shoot your bow on your weekends, but I'm going to go say it again. Go shoot your bow. <laughs> you we go. love you. <laughs>